Brought to you by the Appleseed. It's like a regular episode. Only shorter. We call them bites. Thanks for joining us for an Appleseed Bite, a mini episode of the show, just a single story long, just a few minutes long, in case you only have a few minutes and you want to fill them with some great storytelling. We've got some for you today. We want to remind you, of course, that we bring you a few of these Appleseed Bites each week in preparation for our full hour-long episode that drops on Thursdays. That's an hour filled with stories for you and your family. Join us this coming Thursday. You won't want to miss an entire hour with the wonderful L.A. storyteller Antonio Sacre. Recorded live in the Appleseed Studio, it's stories really about being a parent. In fact, the recordings that you're going to hear on the Thursday episode of the show were made into Antonio's award-winning album, The World's Second Best Dad. You won't want to miss that coming up on Thursday. In the meantime, I'm pleased to be joined in the studio by Brian Tanner, one of our producers. Brian, thanks for joining me. Hey there, Sam. And we're going to hear Susan Strauss' story, yeah? We are, yes. Susan Strauss, she is a Storyteller who calls Bend, Oregon home. Have you ever been to Bend, Sam? I've I've been to Oregon, but not to Bend. Bend is in the middle of the state. Gorgeous. Yeah. Gorgeous. River running through. I have been to Bend. Have you? Yeah. 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 I drove through Bend and even spent the night in Bend. And had a a terrific taco. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Bend, known for its tacos. Yes. (laughs) So this story from Susan Strauss, it is called Five Sparrows. And um, she loves to tell traditional myths from around the world, um, stories about animals. And that's what this one is. This uh, comes from Japan. And it is about, believe it or not, sparrows. (laughs) (laughs) But what I liked about this story is it kind of draws this distinction uh, between the way that people choose to act um, in order to in in order to uh, either help themselves or help others around them, there are people who choose to act with kindness and people who choose to you know to take advantage or hurt other people. Sure. Yeah. So I, I think that's something to listen for here. Yeah. Uh, to 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 see the difference between the choices that these people make. Five sparrows is the name of the story. Susan Strauss, the storyteller. And we're happy to bring it to you as today's Appleseed Bite. She was winnowing rice. Long ago in Japan, that old woman. She was shaking the rice and catching it in her basket listening to the children playing nearby and the birds singing, when all at once she heard this. Well, there where she had been winnowing her rice, a few grains of rice had fallen in the grass, and some sparrows had flocked there. The children thought it would be fun to take some stones and throw them and scare up the birds. But one stone hit that one, the one whose wing was now broken. There lay the lone sparrow, limping with its broken wing in the dust, and up in a tree a crow swooped low, thinking of taking that sparrow apart. The woman ran, clapping and calling to chase that crow away. The old woman then picked up the wounded sparrow and brought it into her house. She made a nest of old rags for the bird, Injured birds are comforted by darkness. 
she made a mixture of copper dust and water and fed the little bird drop by drop. The bird lay with its wing flapped forward. Her daughters would come into the room. Oh, mother, why are you wasting your time? It's such a common, simple bird. There is work to be done. But the old woman would say, I don't care what you think. It's such a helpless creature. Day after day, she tended the little sparrow. And when the sparrow's wing began to heal, she would lift it on her finger high up above her head and pull her hand down quickly. And the little bird would flap, 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 flap its wings. In this way, she knew it was ready to be set free, and she stroked its tiny little brown head one last time. Then she opened her window and lifted her hand out into the air, the little sparrow sitting on her finger fluttered a little bit and then flew off. Now the old woman went back to winnowing her rice, but in the afternoons she would go to the tall grasses and see if she could recognize which sparrow was hers. One day, sitting in her room, her window open, she heard, A little sparrow had a gourd seed in its bill. It flew into her room, it flew around and around the old woman, and landed on her hand. It dropped its gourd seed in her palm and flew off. Oh, my little sparrow did not forget me. Oh, silly old woman, said her daughter. It's just a gourd seed. But the old woman planted the gourd seed in her garden. And when the gourd plant grew, she watered it and plucked off every beetle that sucked upon the plant. At the end of the summer, while there were many fine gourds growing upon the plant, every time the old woman would harvest one, there would grow another and another, until this old woman was feeding all of her neighbors from one plant. Now her daughters didn't say anything, and the old woman cut off the last gourds of the season and brought them into her house. There she was going to store them. For a whole year they would dry out, and then she would cut them open, and they would make a wonderful storage pot. And so when the spring arrived, she went to fetch one of those gourds. It is so heavy. Silly old woman, she is just getting so weak in her old age. The old woman took out her carving knife and dug into the gourd when she cut open the top and looked inside. It is filled with rice. Silly old woman, she forgot where she stored her winter rice. 
But when the old woman opened each gourd, there was more rice. And when she poured the rice out into a big storage basket, why, the gourds filled again with rice. Now this family became rather wealthy. The gourds kept filling. They were able to buy themselves all fine new kimonos. The gourds kept filling, and they were able to build themselves the largest house in that town. And the gourds kept filling. Now a neighboring old woman saw everything that happened, and she thought to herself, Oh, I could do this. If one sparrow brings so much rice, think about how much five sparrows could bring. I will go find five sparrows. And she went and she gathered up five stones, five stones to hit five sparrows. And she threw them where no one was watching. flapping with broken wings in the ground. Oh, was she happy. She gathered up all five sparrows and brought them into her house. She made each one a little nest of old rags and a mixture of copper dust. She fed each one drop by drop. And when the time was right, she set each one free, and each one returned to her with a gourd seed. She took those five gourd seeds and she planted them in her garden and she watered them and she waited. Her friends and family would come by watching, waiting for those magic gourds to grow. But by the end of the summer, there was only one plant that survived and on that plant, there was only one gourd. Her friends and family stood around and said, The sparrow is such a common, simple bird. You need to hurt more of them to get a really good seed. But the old woman, she took off that last gourd and brought it into her house. And the following spring, when the time was right, why, she arranged for a great party to witness the bounty of the rice. She called all of her friends and family to her home, and there, placing the gourd on a table, she dug into it with a carving knife. But when she opened it up and looked inside, at the bottom of the gourd was a swarming, swirling pool of dark insects. Flies swirled, swarming out of the gourd and flew around everyone in the house. The insects were flying into their ears, up their noses, into their eyes. Everyone grabbed baskets and rags and was swatting to get away from all of those horrible, hideous insects hovering and buzzing
ringing about their ears until they threw down their baskets and ran out of the house. A neighbor heard the commotion and stepped out on his front porch. He saw a long line of people running down the street and a thin thread of insects following them. Two houses down, the first old woman, she reached into her pockets, filled with rice. She threw the rice out to the birds, and from the heavens five sparrows fluttered down. Five Sparrows, a story from Susan Strauss. Happy to bring it to you at today's Appleseed Bite. I'm listening to that story, not only with you, but also with Brian Tanner, one of our producers. Brian, thanks for bringing that story to us. Yeah, you know, and as I was listening to that, I was thinking about this concept I think of sometimes called the scarcity mentality. Hmm. Have Have you ever... Heard that term or, you know. Yeah, and even fallen prey to that thing yeah, sometimes. Yeah, it's, it's this idea that just like, oh, the things that I have, I have to clutch onto them really, really tightly because I, I may not ever have them again. Right. Yeah. You know, and it's kind of stands in opposition to like an abundance mentality where it's like there, there will be more things yeah. I can I can share. Yeah. You know, I, I guess another thought that comes into my mind is like a zero sum game, you know, where you believe <laughs> like anything that. I have, I have to take from somebody else. Yeah. And if anybody else gets something, it's because I lost it. They took it from me. Yeah. You know, and, and, I love the the old woman in the story who doesn't fall prey to that. Right. You know, she, she's just like, I, the things that I get, I'm going to share with other people. Yeah. And I believe that by sharing, there will be enough for everyone. And, and more things will come my yeah. way, you know. You know, this is, uh, uh, of course, we've been thinking about these things for a long time. But we think, but, but the term scarcity mentality, the term abundance mentality, right? Yeah. These are things that, these, these are perhaps more recent developments. Yeah. And it's interesting mm-hmm. to know that these kinds of things have been discussed in our folk stories. Yeah, exactly. You know, since there were folk stories. Yeah, right. we, we tend to put modern terms on things. But, That's right. But they're... Uh, when it comes down to it, there aren't always a whole lot of new ideas under the sun. You know, <laughs> right? <laughs> things we've been grappling we've been with. Thinking about these things for a long time, and it be, and it, and it becomes apparent in the stories that we've been telling. Exactly. For millennia, right. Yeah. yeah. Well, it's fascinating to hear uh, this story, Five Sparrows, from Susan Strauss. Brian, thanks for bringing it to us. Hey, thank you. I'm Sam Payne. Can't wait to be with you again on the Appleseed. Thanks for joining us for a bite. Brought to you by the Appleseed.